Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 64. On today's show, the ladies inappropriately reminisce about their childhood mocking, Simone is gay for Australian rules football, and Steffi exploits the untapped market of Christian erotica. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong Simone? I'm Dong okay, finally. It, I had a bit of a rough weekend. Hmm. I didn't talk about it previously, and a lot of our listeners might be surprised to know, but, uh, you know, for all my, you know, 60s style and that kind of coolness that I have, I'm actually uh, really into Australian rules football. And um, it, it looks out of character when you just look at me or, or hear me speak, but I'm obsessed with my football and my team, the Hawthorne Hawks. And they cute. were... Thank you, thank you. I've been into them since I was seven. Oh, that's even cuter. Um, yeah, well, I there was another team called Essendon that I that I started going because because they were Essendon, they were called the Dons, which was my main the name. Dons? So, <laughs> the Dons. The uh, Dons. Anyway, so my dad's like, go for the Dons, and I said, okay, I go for I go for the I go for Essendon. And because I didn't know anything about the football. And then this girl at school was like, oh, who do you barrack for? I'm like, I barrack for Essendon. She's like, oh, go for Hawthorne. They're the best. My whole family goes for them. So I'm like, okay. And then this other girl says, who do you barrack for? And I said, I barrack for Hawthorne. And she said, go for Richmond. Okay. And because I just didn't care or know. And then the girl who asked me in the first place said, who do you barrack for? I said, Richmond. And she said, no, go for Hawthorne. And nobody ever told me to change after that. So I ended up sticking with that. <laughs> That's, That's how I ended up barracking for my team. It is, it is. It's seven, you don't understand the sport, but you know everyone has a team. So that's how I ended up uh, being into Hawthorne. And then uh, young Bunyan, who was five, she soon followed because, you know, you copy your sister. Cause she did, I mean, I copied somebody else, so she just copied me. So anyway, so Bunyan is like super, super, super obsessed and is a membership and she goes to nearly all the games. And yeah, she balls her eyes out at certain oh. difficult matches. Yeah, she's so emotional and I, I get really, really sorry for her when, when, when bad things happen. But but anyway, so we've been fucking great all year and we finished on the top of the ladder and we, you know, got through all our finals and we're in the grand final, which is like the Australian equivalent of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking yes. So um, anyway, but I so I went to this pub in, um, and Bunyan had a ticket. Bunyan had spent $300 and she was wow. at the game. None of us have ever been to a grand final in our lives. Wow. So this is like a family first. It's like the first person to go to college. But um, anyway, good on you, Bunyan. You, you're going to the grand final to see how Hawks win. So anyway, so um, so a friend of mine and I went to. Um, she's into American football, so she can appreciate our football. And um, 
And uh, yes, yeah, so we went to this British pub in Santa Monica to watch the game. And there's all these Australians there, and it was so fun. And we stood up and sang the national anthem. Aww. And yeah, it was just very nice. And I just, I just love being around loud, crass Australians. You know, I Me miss too. it. You know, so it's it's really nice. Just all this swearing and just, it's just great. I loved it. But anyway, it was a really exciting, tight game. And just at the fucking last few minutes, we just fell apart and all gone lost, and it was devastating. So. I was really sad but actually as the siren went as the siren went I just sort of froze and I just felt my heart sink but a big chunk of that was as it, as the siren went I'm just picturing Bunyan just completely just losing it and then that's what made me cry because I just like I was aching for her because I knew like she had just put in all the hard yards and crying headaches to get to this point with the team yeah so Anyway, but that's that's the Bunyan way and Hawthorne lost, but that's okay because we're gonna come back next year and we're gonna fucking take it all. I'm sure. <laughs> so anyway, so that was my trying weekend, and I love my team and they're brown and gold, and everyone makes fun of their colors, but I think they're beautiful. And they say it's poo and wee, but I say it's Vegemite on toast, which is delicious and golden and, and lovely. So anyway, I love our colors. I had to make so, um, play doh anyway. for the kids at church yesterday, like, and they asked me to make red. You know, someone made like a few pounds of green so a few pounds of blue and I was like I'll do red but then I'd run out of red food coloring because I was making red velvet cakes all the time and so I used <laughs> yellow along with whole wheat flour that we, I wanted to use up I didn't want to cook with it it was really disgusting it was not at all what I'd wanted it to be so I'm like oh, I'll just use this up in the play-doh but when you mix that with yellow food coloring <laughs> David was like, this looks like baby diarrhea. And I'm like, shh, don't say anything and the kids won't notice. And the kids are immediately like, who made this? Really? And your mom made this? This looks like dog diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) And they were all like making dogs out of Play-Doh and then with like the red and green and and blue clay and then putting my Play-Doh coming out their butts. unfortunate but on the subject of football my husband he doesn't seem athletic and he doesn't seem like he would be in the sports at all does he he doesn't i was surprised when i found out most people are surprised that he plays all these fantasy football sports and hockey and so anyway he does he's in a baseball league with greg but now right now he's in a fantasy football league and um yesterday at 10 in the morning i was like uh, I was finally waking up, and I'm like, yeah, let's watch The Hills Have Eyes. And he's like, um, the Seahawks are about to play. And I was like, <laughs> And he goes, I told you last night. I'm like, I don't remember. I just want to, this is one time a week I can watch a scary movie with you. And so, like, I pouted really hard and made him feel really bad and made him spoon me during the pregame. <laughs> <laughs> then he's watching his he's like I'll be cleaning um, while I'm watching football okay I'm like alright that that is acceptable <laughs> oh, and then tonight he was saying like yeah Tony Romo this and that I'm like more like Tony Homo <laughs> just any, <laughs> anything I can say I like to get a dig in about his faggoty football league that he's in but it's, it is cute about how into it he gets and he's not he doesn't like cry or like make a big deal when his team wins or loses so that's nice you know like what I remember growing up is like my dad my brother like totally being focused into the game and my brother would like break things if his team lost or did oh, a bad play gosh. or he'd blame me he's like they missed that basket Steph because you're standing there <laughs> <laughs> 
that's so funny. I mean, a few weeks ago when we were one of the, in the first final in the final series, um, I was you know talking to other people on Facebook and um, and my friend's wife was like, I can't watch the game. Dan won't let me watch because every time I watch Hawthorne loses. <laughs> oh, see, that's exactly like my brother. Yeah, so she wasn't. She actually wasn't watching because yeah, I was like, wow, that's that's so that's that's kind of messed up. But, but I think it's really fun to 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 be that into the team. Like yeah. if at the end of the day you can sort of say, okay, it, it actually doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But yeah. when you're in it, it's just fun to be that fucking crazed about it. You know, yeah. I really I enjoy caring that much. You know, yeah, I, mean, I like as I've it. Talked, said before, I like caring a lot about something. I like getting worked up, and and it's 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 a great way to be. I like it. I think so, it's but cute. I, it's like I, a but I hate American football so much. Like, <laughs> yeah. It bores me to fucking Yeah, me tears. too. Because like, I, I don't understand. I'm glad you think so. Because I don't understand when... I mean, you know, I get well, it, well, people but... who are into... I, I see. I don't. Here's why I don't get it. Because mm-hmm. well, I know a lot of people who are into football and not into baseball think baseball is really slow and boring because mm-hmm. they have to stop and reset all the time. But they're stopping and resetting in American football, which they don't do in my football. You know, it's just go, 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 nonstop. There's right. nobody, you know, attacking and then on defending. It's like everyone's just, you know, constantly trying to score at, at, for either side at any time. It's just yeah. nonstop. The clock doesn't stop. Like in rugby and soccer, I know the clock just doesn't stop. It's like two forty-five minutes halves and no yeah, substitution stops if it goes out of bounds but it continues it starts like the, the the umpire will bounce the ball back in and then it resumes oh, yeah. so it's not like a whole resetting thing like it is in american yeah. football i mean yeah it's, oh it's i really, fucking hate it, that i'm like when is the seahawks yeah. game going to be over i'm like and then i'm like wait why am i asking that i have no idea like they're gonna stop it they're yeah, gonna have yeah. fouls they're gonna have penalties they're gonna have fucking commercial breaks yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. A few minutes. Like, like I've seen games with like three minutes left. Take another fifteen minutes in basketball and football. Maybe I'm getting my numbers somewhat wrong, but it just takes a ridiculous amount of time longer than it should. So, I don't care for that sort of thing. I'm like, go, go, go. So, <laughs> yeah. Or just don't go. Like in baseball. Like baseball. I, I, you know, it's like a whole other pace, which I, I also like. So. I remember so, Mallory yeah. on Family Ties. Like they just all gone to a football game, and she's like. The refs kept throwing these little yellow hankies out on the field. <laughs> so I always think of that in football games when they throw down the penalty flag. <laughs> is that what that is? I yeah. And I hate that I know that. I hate that I know that. I hate you, football. I hate you. Except for Arkansas Razorback football. I love you. But all the other football games, I'm not interested in at all. <laughs> It's funny, my mum always, like, because she's quite proper, my mum. And um, and so I got into football. As I said, you know, there was no football real, you know, pressure in my family because they were from Sri Lanka and they just didn't care about football. They died just said go for the dons, you know. But um, so, yes, my mum was like, I wouldn't go to the football if you took me there in a limousine and gave me a free ticket. She was just like, just so like, oh. That's what she would say. She said it so many times growing up. And then when me and my sister got into it, then she started to follow up more. Oh, that's so And now cute. it's to the point where, so the game that we had to win to get into the final, a month before the game, she had uh, agreed to go to this big function, like we buy tickets and stuff. And so she was really mad that she had to go to this thing when the big game was on. <laughs> oh. So... So then they, they she watches up to the first half. Then they they're driving in the third quarter, and she's listening to it on the radio. And then they get there at the, like just before the beginning of the fourth quarter. So she quickly goes in and with my dad and like gets her spot. Then she goes back in the car and sits in the car by herself to listen to the rest of it. 
that's so cute. So cute. And she's like, like, like that's just so kind of, you know, antisocial and weird thing to do. And she's so prim and proper that the idea that she would just ignore everybody because she wanted to hear the football so badly is outrageous. And then after we'd won that game, she went inside the hall and jumped in the air Aww. with excitement. <laughs> I love the 180 she did, like going from being I so know. adamantly against it to like that into it. Yeah, yeah, she's she's nuts. So it's pretty hilarious, but I enjoy that turnaround. Oh. So yeah, um, now uh, following on from last week, um, now you discussed we had your uh, our new segment uh, texts from an anonymous dermatologist or an anonymous dong doctor. <laughs> it seems to alternate between the two names. But anyway, <laughs> you're talking about he was talking about some lady steak, and you know we talked about that whatever. So uh, I go to edit because I Steffi records her file and sends it to me. So I'm I'm listening to it and suddenly I can hear in the background Judah's counting and all this stuff and I realize Judah. Judah was there the whole time while you were talking about lady steak and I was like wow like you didn't you didn't skip miss a beat you just wouldn't have guessed that there was a 10 year old in the room as you, uh, wow, you. brazenly spoke about ladies lady steak <laughs> I know that was a big breach that was a big violation that he committed coming in here but um I had no like oh. he's not allowed to come in here when I'm recording and um David was watching the Seahawks at the neighbors so he was like not in, even in the house and Judah came over to fetch me he's like Time for you to go. Time for you to go, Mom. Okay, I'm going to count. You know, and I'm just, like, kicking at him. I'm, like, kicking in the air and, like, shooing him away. <laughs> was he punished? No, not really. Because <laughs> that was the day I lost my shit at him in the morning and felt so oh, guilty. Right. And had like, so I wasn't really going to... I was, like, glad he even wanted to engage me. But I figured with the, the lady steak, like, that was just kind of funny. Like, it wasn't you know, too graphic or anything. And I thought he might ask what the question was, but he's like, all right, let's go. Like, <laughs> no yeah, questions yeah. about Lady Steak when we're done. So that's going to be one of those things, you know, when you watch movies and things when you're a kid and cartoons and you know them very well. And then years later, you learn what one of the references meant. You're like, yes. Oh God, I never got that. If he remembers he overhearing that one day, he's going to be like, Oh my God! What the fuck was my mother saying about Lady Steak that time? <laughs> he already says stuff like that. He's like, "You're not like a normal mom. A normal mom wouldn't do that." <laughs> That's awesome. And like, you know, one time I was like, you know, if I ever go like, excuse me, young man, what do you say? What do you, yes, I need a kind word. Please. Thank you. You're like, he'll be like, wow, you're not usually like a normal mom, but you just were just now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of give that commentary. But, um, yeah. So the other night, David, I texted you um, the part about how David was telling me that our friend Phil, who's the bass player in David's band, um, when he gets really mad in traffic, like, Phil has some pretty severe road rage, and he'll admit it, but when he gets mad at other drivers, he'll thump their his chest at them, you know, that, that thing, that, that gesture you make, that means you're retarded, that we all do as oh. children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you, how would you describe it? Like, Micah says that you make your limp go wrist, and you and you whack your heart. <laughs> That's how you yes. describe it. So. I feel it's more of a shoulder whack. Yeah, I feel like it's more shoulder too. That's how I did it. Like, I'd always do the It's in between shoulder. the heart and the shoulder. It's like in the crossover. The like, I, Rhonda and yeah. I, my best friend growing up, Rhonda, we would like get, we had it kind of scientific to where you can make a really excellent, really hearty sound if you like thumped it in a certain part of your chest. But anyway, so David's telling me this in the car. 
And um, Judah and Lolly are like, Mom, why are you laughing so hard? So I had to explain to them, like, okay, it's time that they know, because they're probably at the age where people are going to be making this gesture, and it's not nice. And So I had to turn yeah. around and tell them, with a straight face, like, in mom mode, I'm trying to say, okay, you know, when kids are, are younger, they're not nice. You know, a lot of people are not nice their whole lives, but when you're young, then mm -hmm. it's easy for you to make fun of people that you can't understand what their journey is like. And so there are people who are, you know, sometimes people call them mentally retarded, and that's not very nice to say. That's not politically correct. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm trying to include all the nomenclature and, and say, when you want to make fun of someone and let them know that you think they're stupid, something that kids do is, and so I'm, I'm doing, I was doing what I'm doing right now, which is just busting laughter. And they're like, so what's the gesture? And I'm like trying to show them oh, and, no! and not laugh. I'm like, okay, so this is what it is. And if you see someone do this at school, I want you to know that that is very not nice. And they're yeah. like, they're like, okay, and it's not, and it's funny, right? Like, can we do it at home? And I'm like, I don't even want you to do it at home because I'm afraid you would do it at school, and and then you would, you know, yeah. might hurt someone's feelings, and you could get in trouble and stuff. So then I immediately had to text you, <laughs> several people. Yes. Would say, what a conundrum! It was such Gosh. a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the funniest <laughs> thing is thinking of <laughs> Phil doing that in traffic. I know. I wouldn't know what to think if somebody. That would be way more. It'd be so startling, is what it would. Wouldn't be. It would just be like what if somebody did the retarded thump at you while you were while you were driving. I would be just stunned. Oh, I Greg think that puts would be his tongue like... out at people sometimes. I think that's alarming. Also, <laughs> I know. I just think that Gosh. would be the best. Come back, like to someone in traffic. <laughs> like it's not, it's not like flipping them off. But it's kind of like yeah. I think you're stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah. But again, it's not nice. It's not sensitive. No. It's not politically correct, and I can't stop laughing no. about it. But um, no. so Ron and I were when were I obsessed with this, and we'd spend like hours on the phone talking. And I remember <laughs> us saying, oh, like, okay, hold the phone up and whack some body part, like do the retard thump on some part of your body, and then I'll guess what part of their body you were thumping. <laughs> <laughs> And this is before call waiting, and so we we're like tying up the family phone lines. We're like half an hour bumping <laughs> each other. Oh man, how old were you? I would say between eleven and fifteen, we were really obsessed with that gesture. And um, yeah, yeah, in ninth this grade, a period we were... where you really, really get into into doing that, uh, or just making like it's just sort of conveying your displeasure with something, you know, using retarded. Uh, terminology and stuff there was that did you did you do this thing where you just go Ugh, well you know you just go Ugh, like that oh yeah but then we would do it and then but we would do it really long like we just like go, Ugh, 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 and just keep doing it really really long and and it was terrible and we just get longer and longer like the longer we would do it but then in the end you're doing it for so fucking long that you just look like you know it's like now it's on you so i we i never noticed this i was about 12 and these um friends of my parents their kids would kind of come along with them and they were like 16 and 18 and one time i did it so long at my sister and then i stopped and they were both just looking at me like uh, and I never did it again. I never did it again. I was humiliated because the 16 and the 18 year old just saw me do a really long thing. And I was just like, oh, I'm an idiot. And I just felt it. And I just, yeah, that, that, that was the end of that. The silent so, shame was so powerful. 
It was. It was so powerful. So. But that was always my response to my uh, my choir director. Her name was Mrs. Hanlon, and she would always. I was horrible to her. I, w- I would act up in that class so bad, and she'd always send me in the hall and stuff. And um, my response to her would always be, and but she didn't know what it meant when I would thump like that. And she, <gasps> one time. I did it to her face? I would do it straight to her face, and everyone thought I was oh so brave. And she goes, yeah. "All right, Stephanie, don't you don't do your little cool high fives, uh, thump thump, whatever this is." <laughs> I remember she and said she that. She did it. That's what she oh. said. <laughs> and then on a on a choir trip, like a field trip, we were probably going to some nursing home to sing show tunes or something. But Rhonda said. First of all, I got in trouble for like talking in the back of the bus. So Ms. Hanlon made me come up to the front, and so I go up to the front of the bus, and Ms. Hanlon shames me, and then Rhonda, Rhonda from the back heard me go thump thump on my chest. <laughs> She's like, I couldn't see you thump, but I could hear it all the way from the back. <laughs> I can't believe this, we've talked about this so long. Do our listeners still like us? <laughs> I know. I think we just lost a quarter from this. But, I mean, everything we're talking about though is from when we were children. So I know. You know, I, I can't, I can't, you know, pretend that this didn't matter a lot to me at some point in my life. It did. And it sounds like it was <laughs> universal because you grew up on another continent yeah. and you guys had yeah. it there too. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right. We're just saying it's universal, and this is this is how we dealt with it. Yeah, we embraced it, and we've later seen the errors of our ways. Yes. Yes. No. I've been, I've been definitely feeling more sensitivity about that, and I don't even. I'm not even really calling things. I'm not, I won't call people retarded anymore. I'll call things retarded, but I'm not into calling people retarded anymore. I think. Yeah. So it might slip out, but I, I'm not feeling comfortable with it anymore. So. Yeah. There you go. Something about getting older does that to you. Yeah, yeah. But I can't. I don't think I can stop calling something retarded. You know. Mm-hmm. Like saying that's so retarded. It just rolls off the tongue. It really does. I don't even think about it. Yeah. Someone catches me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, um, so Facebook and my new phone. So I mentioned last week that I got a new phone, and I have not installed the Facebook app on this Android. I kind of just want to because mm-hmm. I'm thinking of trying to quit mm-hmm. Facebook, but I can't because it's like you're saying to everyone, "Yep, I'm just not going to be social anymore." See ya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you're kind of cutting cutting off your social life in, in, in a serious way and I, I'm not prepared to do that so I thought at least I'm not gonna have it on my phone so I can't I'm not involved in it all the time so yeah so far there's been things like I'll get an email saying so and so mentioned you in a comment and mm-hmm. I can't click on it without logging in so I'm like that's all right just look at it later just leave in your inbox look at it later so mm-hmm. so far it's only been a week and a bit but I'm coping okay but let's see how long cool. I can keep this up but I'm trying to make some sort of distinct because I already my fucking Google's all over the goddamn phone because it's an Android like I'm logged into things. When I went to work, my my Firefox is telling me how I can link up my Androids. Like so, my somehow my <laughs> Firefox at home at work because I got, log into my Gmail there knows that I have an Android now. You know, it's fucking sickening. So I'm like, I can if I can keep one of these companies out of my life <laughs> as much as possible. I'm going to do it. So oh, it's disgusting. Well, did you see? I have so, a Facebook watchdog just off the cuff. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go on. Um, I don't know if you saw that I thought it was a hoax a couple days ago and then I'm seeing that maybe it's not so it says that all of the um, private messages that you had with people before 2010 can all be seen on your wall so it like tells you how to go in to your all the messages people have left and then hide them from your timeline 
But oh, that just seemed like a real that dick would be move. a nightmare. Yeah. I, I don't think they must they can't really be doing that. That would that I don't would know. cause a lot of problems. I hope not. I think it would reveal a lot of, you know, spousal cheating and all kinds of <laughs> misadventure. So, so I don't think they could do that. That sounds like one of those rumors like Facebook is charging and everyone freaks right. out. <laughs> Repost this if you don't want Facebook to charge. Fuck off you. It's always people that like don't use the computer very much that repost that shit. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how this works, but I hear it's bad, so I'm posting it. Yeah, to yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, um, yesterday, um, you were posting uh, on you posted on Twitter something about replacing all the lyrics of all the instances of you on the color and the shape by the Foo Fighters with poo and um, and me with pee mm -hmm. so anyway and I, I delighted in, in telling you that I actually had poo news for you and uh, I use the word poo only because what I'm referring to calls is calling it poo but um, and it, it's actually quite timely sort of it's four years old but it, <laughs> when in, in, in Australia we have the AFL grand final the Australian uh, uh, the Aussie rules grand final on a Saturday and then in in New South Wales they're more into NRL National Rugby League mm -hmm. and their grand final is either on the same weekend on the Sunday, whereas ours is on the Saturday, or it's the following weekend on the Sunday. So they're like a week apart or with the same weekend. So four years ago when the NRL grand final in Sydney was on, this family went to the Coogee Bay Hotel, which I have been to. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Bungle played there in 96. Oh, cool. And um, uh, this family went there to watch the NRL Grand Final, and then they were mad because the TV was in a different room to where they were placed, and, and the family had come <laughs> in with ice cream from, a, from another place when they showed up. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so they talked with the... Some, the owner or somebody from, from the place, and he offers to give them free ice cream, and uh, they go to eat the ice cream, and the ice cream, it turns out, is <gasps> shit! <gasps> what? <gasps> yes, it is. So, um, and they denied it at the, at the, at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Anyway, so I, 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 I took some, some choice uh, remarks from the articles I read. So I found out about this because... <laughs> Uh, my friend Dan, who I mentioned earlier, who was the Hawthorne supporter that made his wife not watch the game so that we could win. <laughs> so he posted on Twitter yesterday, he's like, who remembers this? And it was just a, a still shot. And it's a, a still shot from the newspaper and it says, Coogee Bay test result. And there's a picture of a bowl of chocolate ice cream. And then this lady's picture inset. And then it says, it was poo. <laughs> Soylent green. It was poo. So, so like, what anyway, happened so, to this guy? Was he thrown in jail? Well, here's, he, he, here's the well, they, 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 everything was inconclusive. But here's, here's something from the from one of the articles. Um, the laboratory report by the federal government's National Measurement Institute confirms that the matter served to the White family and partly consumed by Mr. White's wife, Jessica, had, has an offensive odor and physical properties similar to human excreta and to contain fragments of a variety of plant matter typical of excreta. Wow. So it then says, Mrs. White, <laughs> Mrs. White said the whole episode would have a lasting effect on her. She said she now struggled when wiping her youngest son's bottom and oh. was anxious about eating out <laughs> oh my god struggled when wiping her youngest son's bottom <sighs> wow yeah 
So, she says, the minute I put the spoon to my lips, the stench went through my nostrils. I retched and spat into the, spat it into the napkin, she said. <laughs> my friend amazing. thought I was overreacting, but when she smelt it, she started screaming, oh my God, they've served us shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty articulate. <laughs> yes. That would be like um, probably fainting right then. Uh, the whites say they are outraged that someone would serve human waste to children. How about anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I believe the children are our future. I yes. do not like that they would do this to our future. I know. <laughs> I'm being so self-sacrificial <laughs> by getting indignant about what they would do to our children. <sighs> Let's see. Um, there, so there were a number of articles on, on this uh, on this subject. And uh, I guess it was all settled because there was a 12-hour mediation session between the hotel management and uh, and the couple. And uh, apparently they got 50 grand out of it and a full apology and uh, a retraction of any suggestion that they staged the whole affair to extort money. And apparently there's some CCTV footage, which I haven't watched yet, of, of somebody coming out of the bathroom and the timing to when the when the thing was said. They couldn't figure out, like, get a DNA match or anything. So nobody can figure out what happened. So What was the yeah. Because the guy was complaining because they couldn't see the the TV to watch the grand final from the room that they were in. So it's a bit of an overreaction, but that's kind of funny. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. So I mean, that's the only sense that you could make of what what had transpired. So anyway, so there's my poo story following from you uh, singing juvenile versions of Foo Fighters songs. I wanted to. I nearly wrote back and I forgot to. But yeah, I was gonna say the color and the shape. Is that an album by the Poo Shiters? <laughs> I know. I got like five tweets back that said Poo Fighters. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I took it to the next level. Poo Shiters is better. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm a professional. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so um, I also want to talk about why I hate lists. Yeah. You know, when people say make a list of this or Rolling Stones top 1,000 albums. Oh. It's so you specifically bullshit. hate the, the listing of something like a, a music or movies or. That's, yeah. That's the kind yeah. of list you don't like? Okay. Yeah, no, I like making lists of to do lists because it helps you cross things off and feel like you've achieved. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, I hate categorizing things in yeah. lists. Like anytime, it, 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 like I, I read an article about this. Uh, I'd already noted down that I wanted to talk about this and then I happened to find this article about it. Um, but this girl was saying, you know, she's trying to make her list the greatest albums of all time. But <laughs> like part of her wants to put. Uh, Hanson's Middle of Nowhere because that was one of the first albums she got into and it like really kind of you know got her into music and stuff you know what I mean so in one way that's this really important album but then you know if you're trying to like make a you know a cool list you know that's you know relevant then you don't put that on there and it just kind of you know it demeans what things mean to people when right. you try and categorize it into a list and I know one time we had to make it there were, you know people were more into list making earlier in Facebook and it was like top 10 songs and I made the list and I was like well I mean I could could fill this with 10 supergrass songs easily mm-hmm. you know oh yeah but i was like no i'll just make it i'll pick 10 different artists so i had one supergrass song and it's just you know 10 different artists so mm-hmm. but it's like this isn't correct either like, like it's just not correct you know yeah and uh and i remember like back in let's see maybe 95 or 96 whenever no 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 it's probably more like 97 98 um when uh, marilyn manson's mechanical animals album came out now, mm-hmm. i love that album i loved mm-hmm. it then i still love it but um um, that was on a Rolling Stone top 50, top 100 albums of all time. Wow. I'm like, even at the time when I loved it, I'm like, yeah, 
full of shit. You're not going to fucking stand by this, you know, in two years. And of course, nobody talks or cares about that album now, you know? It's just right. the biggest crock. But yeah, so I just, I hate these definitive lists coming out. Like, they mean something. And, and But you would get drawn into the whole list idea, too. Like, you'll get, oh, let's see. Did, did, did this and this and this make the list of the thousand greatest albums of all time? Even though I don't believe in lists, you know? Like, you yeah, still yeah. kind of want your things to make the list. And you get very indignant when they don't. But yeah, it's just a real mind fuck. But I just wish we'd sort of. Oh, and again, like I was talking about the, you know, the the top uh, the top grossing films of all time. They want to make the list, so they just kind of redefine <laughs> what it means. It's just like let's not adjust for inflation. So now, you know, what Avatar or Spider Man or something can be number one. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's complete crock. So I hate lists, and I urge people not to get too caught up in lists and you oh, know just sort of I love them the, as just a um, way to organize thoughts yeah like it, it's so arbitrary what what goes on there yeah. and I, I love the the replies after rolling stone has their annual you know top albums of the year century or decade or whatever and all the all the letters of the editor are like how dare you leave this off and <laughs> i know it's just so funny i'm like yeah yeah. Yeah, and the same thing happens with award shows too. You'll spend half the year talking about what a crock, you know, the Emmys are, and <laughs> then be outraged when something you didn't like won. It's like, well, what did you expect? You said it was a crock. You know, I, I really try to balance my outrage on on stuff like that and put it all into into perspective. So it's all. So worth I don't it like lists. It trivializes. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's the only thing worth watching. The fucking award show itself is quite painful though gosh i did watch the emmys and michael j fox was looking very sharp he's colored his hair so it's a darker brown and yeah he's looking good i look forward to his new series did you know he has a new series coming i heard something about it but i don't know anything else there is nothing else they they essentially sold the idea of the show a full season there's no pilot nothing but as soon as like the the thing the the idea came out yeah there was a bidding war and nbc bought an entire season done so pretty exciting that is good for him yeah hey alex so, so steffi i understand that you had for us some uh, we've been missing it for a while another <laughs> edition of taco bell news think outside the bun so i heard today that taco bell is now trying to add a first meal <laughs> Have you heard this? <laughs> no. <laughs> As if one doesn't exist, right? But they they officially have like breakfast burritos and um, their official beverage of their first their first meal menu is called Mountain Dew AM, and it's a mix of Mountain Dew and orange juice. <laughs> and oh, I just think that's yuck. hilarious. <laughs> that they are like selling this to the public and they're like making a big deal about how this is not available in stores. You can only buy it in the Taco Bell establishments on premises. It is mixed on the premises of Taco Bell. Oh stores. boy. <laughs> this is big press release. Because Mount- if I did it in my own home, I'd use higher grade orange juice. It just wouldn't be right. Oh, seriously. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, it's not not high quality orange juice to start with and um have you okay are you familiar with mountain dew like have you even tasted it or i don't think <laughs> do they even have it here, in I, australia I, I, they probably don't i we 
we didn't always. We didn't even get Dr. Pepper until the mid '90s. Oh, okay. So, and I think Mountain Dew is is something like that. It's, but I maybe they have it now, but um, it's not like a common thing. It's definitely a newer thing if we had it at all. But um, well, Mountain Dew. Yeah, is I don't like, think I may I may have tasted a sip of it once, but I don't really remember. I I always liked it, probably because I grew up in the South and it's considered like the redneck soda, like that and and RC Cola and Dr. Pepper are like the Southern sodas but you don't say sodas you call it coke even though it's dr pepper yes. or mountain Dew. <laughs> but oh, anyway I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so mountain dew has the most caffeine of any other coke on the market you know and so like mm-hmm. we would drink it all the time in college but it's totally appalachia it's totally backwoods and um and Adam Carolla calls it the nectar of the tards. And he's like, they should just sterilize. <laughs> they should put like natural sterilizing agents in Mountain Dew. And like that would take care of the dumb population. <laughs> so that just made me think of, of the first meal and how they're, they're passing this off as something that people should ingest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that in the drive thru actually. Uh, you did? I think just this past week. Yeah, so last week I saw it. Like, what is that? But yeah, now I know. I didn't realize it was mixed with orange juice. Oh, oh wow. Sounds, yeah. I, I don't know. To me, it sounds like, I mean, it looks really unappetizing to me, uh, Mountain Dew. But maybe I should just try it just so I know. Yeah. Just so you yeah. know. But I there's just, something called Big Red, and that's like a soda that is oh, also yeah. Texas. And I hate that stuff. And I don't know if it's cause I never tried it till later in life, but I'm like, this tastes exactly like someone was chewing big red gum and then just like spit into a can. Oh. <laughs> That's what this tastes like to me. Cause it's kind of cinnamony. Uh-huh. Ugh, oh, disgusting. Well, it sounds like it could be interesting. I'd like to at least try that more than I'm interested in trying Mountain Dew now that you described it. <laughs> How do you feel about root beer? I just think root beer is the most disgusting really? shit. Oh, yuck. is it just an American thing or do they have root beer everywhere? Uh, they don't really have root beer in Australia, no. I mean, you can probably get it, but it's not like a common, you know, everyday soda, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that people are into. Definitely not. But, I mean, it tastes like, uh, I don't know what you would call Like, you know, these, like, these deep, deep uh, tissue rubs that you get, you know, for, like, <laughs> joint pain? We call it, a famous brand in Australia is called Deep Heat. So it tastes like Deep Heat. So, deep Heat? Yeah, that's why I've just, stands for deep, what now? <laughs> Deep heat. Oh, okay. Because yes. I was thinking DP double penetration, the porn. No. <laughs> of course you would think double penetration. What the fuck is wrong with you? I heard <sighs> DP. <laughs> is that a known shortening for that? Yeah. Like, I, I know oh, it's like okay. a, a South Park thing that they say all the time on South Park and DVD. Oh. <laughs> I guess it's a known thing to those guys. It is. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Well, uh, thus concludes another edition of Taco Bell News. Think outside <laughs> um, the bun. Now, I just wanted to mention we talked about words I hated and a few that I liked. And today I came upon the word that I realized I always like, and that's sprinkle. How do you feel about the word sprinkle? Sprinkle? You really like that word? I really like it because I think of sprinkles and, and like colorful things uh-huh. and just deliciousness. And I like sprinkles. I like sprinkling a bit of something on there. I like to, yeah, sprinkle is, it's a, it's a nice action. Sprinkles it's a nice. cupcakes. Oh, that's sprinkles right. Cupcakes. Sprinkles cupcakes. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a lovely name. I just think it's a nice, light way of doing stuff. And, and I'm quite a fan of sprinkles and sprinkling. Though I must say when it comes to sprinkles, I don't like the flat chewy kind of sprinkles as much the longer kind i like the little ball kind that, oh the ball kind like the hundreds I, and thousands 
the hundreds and thousands, precisely. They're nice and vibrant and uh, yeah, and those crunch. are gorgeous. I love those. So uh, I think I always felt like those were my first sprinkles I knew, and uh, the hundreds and thousands. And then uh, and and I felt that was the same for Bunyan. And then one day, maybe in the last seven years or so, it was revealed that she preferred the flat, oh. long, chewy kind. And I was astounded. I just yeah. thought I just assumed we were in this together, but apparently not. <laughs> So I was like, what? Switch I couldn't team. believe she preferred those. Yeah. Um, I have an unfortunate association with that because Rhonda's grandma had country kitsch like all over her house. And in the bathroom, there's this little wooden sign that, and it looked like a little wood cabin and it was right by the toilet. And it said, painted on it, it goes, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the CD. Ew! <laughs> so I don't like the word sprinkle. <laughs> no. Oh, maybe now I don't. No, try to retain where where it originally landed. <laughs> <I will>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you have on the document, which I don't fully understand, you have the beginning of some pastor's wife erotica. Yeah, explain. well, today I posted this video to Facebook of this pastor's wives conference, <laughs> and it's everything you'd oh, think it would boy. be. It's just like the first minute intro, right? And it's like, uh-huh. it's like as pastor's wives, it's difficult to stay in ministry and. Don't you wish you could be refreshed and renewed with other pastor's wives who understand your journey? You know, and it was, I'll, I'll put the video on dongdingy.com because it, I, was, I posted it on my wall and I was like, I, I found a new alternative to waterboarding. Just send somebody to one of these, you know? So people were like, um, so Kate, our friend, listener Kate, she's like, which one of these pastor's wives do you think I could trick into a lesbian affair? And I was like, all of them. <laughs> I was like, the level of repression going there is probably pretty hilarious, and and um, and people are like, oh, that's some guys, you know, or mm, that's interesting. And I was like, oh, you should hear my pastor's wives after dark stories, my confessions. <laughs> and they're like, really tell us. And so I just like got this idea to write in the style of Christian fiction, and so uh-huh. I, I I posted this. I go. It's just so difficult navigating the waters of Christian ministry sometimes, sighed Kimberly, tossing her honey-streaked tresses over her shoulder and shifting the weight of her ESV Women's Study Bible and Power of a Praying Wife workshop materials to her other arm. I wish there was a way to fellowship with other pastor's wives and just glean from them and encourage each other. I know what you mean, said Teresa, smiling sadly at Kimberly as she set down her Dare to Discipline Leader's Guide and sipped her skinny vanilla latte. What would it look like to have a place where pastor's wives can, you know, refresh and be refreshed? Suddenly the door darkened and they turned to see a red-headed street tough staring them down. But she seemed familiar somehow. Wasn't she that stupid bitch from the interwebs who seemed to have a problem with their heartfelt desire to please God and glorify him in all that they do? Stephanie Drury, they said quizzically. The street tough <laughs> nodded and shut the lights off with quick cat-like agility. Shh, you two look like you need to get wet. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> wow. So I put that great. on Facebook. And this other guy, um, he posted the dust jacket synopsis and it was hilarious. But um, oh, boy, I, I, I didn't print that, that out. It's so good. <laughs> <sighs> Excellent. But that, that I well, think that there's a market in some pastor's wives erotica. I bet people would pay some money for that. Definitely. But would you have to like put B asterisk 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 A <laughs> where you said bitch? <laughs> Getting a bit risque. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Focus Gosh. on the family movie review style. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> 
Well, on that sensual note, um, we're going to wrap things up. So uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. And uh, please uh, visit dongtini.com for any supplementary material. And uh, please call the Dong line at 323-301-DONG. Dong is a wiener. Dong is in wiener. So until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye. 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 independently in partnership with feralaudio.com, an artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.